care to share where you were born? I was born in Augusta, Georgia. And care to share where you were raised? Born and raised in Augusta. Does it get any more specific than that? Mm, no. And still reside in that area today? Um, no, I'm currently, I'm in South Carolina now. What age were you when you moved out of Augusta and what was the reason? Um, I was 18. I was 18 and the reason were, well, the reason was I was trying to, um, I just was ready to leave. I was ready to get out of the city and um, the quickest option, it was the military. So I got out. And you were stationed in South Carolina? Oh, no, 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 no. I was stationed like overseas. And then once my contract was up, then I, I decided to go and live in South Carolina. And why South Carolina of all places? Because it could have been North Carolina, could have been Florida, could right? Have been Louisiana, Alabama. Well, you know, it's, I still had family there. So, you know, it's far, but it's still close enough. And how long did you do in the military? Um, about four years. And what branch? Air Force. Now, reverting back to Augusta, what was that really like growing up in that location up until the age of 18 for you? Um, it was, it was a regular childhood. Well, regular in the sense of like it wasn't, you know, you, you go through things. You go through your, you know, uh, moments where you feel as if, you know, your life falling apart, but it don't be too much, you know. It was all right, though. It was decent. It was cool. And how were you able to survive that upbringing? Um, my brothers. Yeah, my brothers. Biological brothers or using the phrase brothers? No, no, no. My biological brothers. Yeah, those are the only brothers I got. Would you say that was the key to your survival? Yeah, pretty much. Now, there are some people who say things like, don't know if I'll make it to see the age of 18 mm. or 21, mm. maybe 25. Yeah. Did you have any of these thoughts yourself growing up in that environment? Um, nah, nah, I try not to look at life like that. And so, yeah, and pretty much everybody around me, we don't even, we don't think like that. So, nah. Do you have a horror high story? <laughs> a bad experience while you were high. Yeah, gotta do. <clears throat> All right, uh, so this is at the time where I used to do edibles. I don't do edibles no more. I don't even deal with, I don't deal with no drugs, period. Let me just start there. So there's some edibles. And this particular time, I was hanging out with some friends. Um, and then I had another friend who just so happened to be in the area, and she was like, well, hey, I'm baking some brownies. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. She was like, but no, these are strong, and I ain't believe her. So I was like, man, shit, I'm going to get two of them. So I went to go get two of them. Uh, then I came back to my friends, well, then my homegirls at the time, and I was like, yo, I just got these brownies. One friend passed. The other one was like, well, okay, well, we'll split this one in half. I'm like, all right, cool. We both took it, and I didn't. it didn't hit me at all, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. Sitting down for a minute. I go, I say, you know what? I'm going to warm the other one up. 
shit taking too long. So I ate the second one. So I'm eating it. And I'm like, all right, damn, still don't feel nothing. Like, you know, I feel like I'm King Kong, like I'm cool. Go back, I sit down. Five minutes go by, and immediately, I just feel like my whole reality just like, everything just got so surreal. Like, I said, ooh, shit. And I felt it happening, so I was like, all right. Well, guys, I'm, I'm going to go home. Like, because <laughs> I already know, like, I'm going to start tripping out. But I'd rather trip out by myself. Well, long story less long, I get in my car, go over to get in my car. Mind you, the trip is from Augusta. So anybody who knows Washington Road at in Augusta, take that from there all the way back to Aiken. Well, all the way to South Carolina. So I, I'm driving all the way there, and literally everything on the highway is just like, just jumping out at me. I feel like I'm in a video game, like heart star racing. I'm sweating a little bit. I'm like, yo, what type of edible is this? Like, I feel like I want to cry because I just don't believe it. And then before you know it, like I get home and it just kept getting worse and worse. It's like, oh no, like this ain't it. Yeah, and I just, I kept tripping out for the rest of the night for like, honestly. So it started happening around noon. Midnight was when I kind of like recovered a little bit, but yeah, yeah, it was terrible. So you ate a half brownie and then one full entire brownie after yeah. that? Yeah, so then yeah. I got another whole crazier story. Nah, she probably gonna laugh if she, if she see this, but I took an edible with my mom too, so like, my mom got into this thing where she was like, you know what, like I can still hang with the youngins or whatever. This is this was the last straw for me. So I was like, all right, whatever. She was like, well, here, my friend gave me some edibles, so you not gonna take one? I kept passing up on it. I was like, no, like I don't wanna take one, forget it. She was like, no, no, no. Like, man, 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 you take one with your mom, but like, you know, you know how moms get you. So I took the dog on edible. It was a little small piece of candy. She said it was a real powerful whatever. Man, I took this edible about 8 o'clock in the morning. Why I took it at 8 o'clock in the morning? 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm going home. It literally, oh, I, I, I stopped by to get some food, by the way. No, man, the edible wiped all that clean. I literally ate my food. I had Zaxby's at the time, so I ate some Zaxby's. I'm trying to talk to my father, and I'm like, hey man, like what's going on, man? But my face is just like, it's, everything's just getting so low. I couldn't believe it, I, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't there. My mom called me, she laughing, but like, I don't find nothing funny, but I'm laughing with her. Hang up the phone, I go to my room. 10 minutes later, I'm crawling to my bathroom. Why I'm crawling to my bathroom? Because I feel like I'm about to throw up. And before you know it, I'm over my toilet, hurling all the food that I just ate. I lay back down. Normally I'm good after that. Nah, I lay back down, chest pounding. And that was the first, that, I ain't gonna lie, that was the time I really felt like I was about to die. I was like, man, I don't know what's going on. And I'm freaking out. And I can't go to my dad, cause I'm like, man, he ain't gonna understand it. So I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah, that happened. And that was the last straw for me. Now, that was it. Oh, that was another one. That actually took 16 hours to wear off. So anybody watching this, they don't do edibles. Leave them alone. 
all y'all talk about y'all can do them, whatever, bullshit. The moment y'all have some real edibles how I had them, which is a small piece of candy, that had me out for 16 hours, no, 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 no. That did it for me. I don't care who it is. I don't care if Drake offered edibles. I don't want them shits. Leave me alone. Did you say there was one more edible story you had? Uh, no, nah, those are those are two. Wait, okay. Let me see. Because it sounded like you were about to go into one more that had come to mind. But do I have? Now, nah, honestly, the other edible story, it was it was lighter than the other two I shared. But I mean, same thing, same thing. What I had at the time, I had like some candy, some Skittles or something like that. You know they got that stuff in candy and everything? I just recently found out they got it in the food, too. Like, people can put it in their food, and you can have it. But I, nah, I don't care about all that. But, yeah, I had it. And same thing. All the, all of them I was throwing up in. So, you know. But the very last one I took my mom, now that was it. That was the worst. 16 hours, man. Felt like my face was gone. So the brownie incident, that also involved some vomit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of them. Yeah, all of them I threw up. Now, when you did try that brownie, when you tried the piece of candy, do they honestly taste like a real brownie? Or does yeah. it taste a little off? No, they taste like you like, can go into the store or if you actually bake it. They taste just like whatever it is. So they say, hey, well, I got a Snickers for you, but it's edible. You just gonna think you eating the regular Snickers. You not. It's not happening. <laughs> uh uh. That thing is. Uh uh. No 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 no. I got got three times in my life. Three times enough. That's it. So yeah, it tastes exactly like whatever it is. Ever had sex while you were under any of these edibles? No, no. I was drunk and had sex, but yeah. And if you did, was wondering if sex was any different under the influence of an edible versus maybe sober. Oh, nah. Or in your case, yeah. maybe under uh, under the influence of drinking because you've experienced that. So yeah, 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 yeah. I had a lot of drunk sex. Yeah, now that it is different. I can well, I can tell the difference. And the only difference is, is like you're just more. In my opinion, you're just more, you're more loose in a sense. Like you're more just kind of easy going. You're more just free. You just flow. You just more, you able to go with the flow a whole lot more with a lot of things. Versus when you're like completely sober, you, you look at it and you know, hey, you want to try something out? She's like, ah, no, boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? So maybe stuff like that. Any drunk sex regrettable, though? Decisions you made while having sex under the influence of liquor or alcohol or however way you want to phrase it, that when you do sober up, you wish never took place? Um, <laughs> no, man. I almost got got one time. I almost got got one time. But, nah. Nah, 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 nah. It was, a, it was a crazy, crazy time, but no, nah, I had to leave. Like, I left. Like, I got up and I left. Do you want to shed any more light on that scenario? I mean, yeah, you know what? We here, man. I shed a story, man. So, um, 
So I'm with one of my cousins. This is on my father's side. If this part comes out, he knows exactly who I'm talking about. But I'm with one of my cousins on my father's side, and I don't know why I followed this man up. Uh, at a time when, you know, he said, hey, well, I have some girls I know, with some women I know, you know, we can go see them, whatever. Nah, man. So I ended up going to, like, his friend had, like, a party at the time. I ended up going over to the party, and I'm telling my cousin, I'm like, yo, how these women looking? Because here I am coming as me. I don't mean walking to no BS, man. And... He swore up and down that it was, you know, they was decent. So, okay, all right, I go get fly. I go get fly, get myself together. I'm thinking I'm finna, you know, come across some, you know, some of them things. So, no, go to the party. It's me. It's like four other dudes. I'm like, bro, hold on, bro. Like, what this is, bro? All right, two of them leave. And then, so, up the stairs, because um, we were sitting upstairs. Up the stairs, you just, you hear this knock at the door. I'm like, damn, I'm like, who is this? And before you know it, the dude, his homeboy opened the door. When he opened the door, this big woman walked through. I said, what the fuck? I said, I'm like, oh, no, nah, hold on, now, nah, like, this shit ain't it. But then, once she got passed, right, an even bigger woman walked through the door. So I'm like, bro, what the fuck? No, like, she was like, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't even gonna stunt. She was like 400 pounds. Like, she was that big. So... I'm looking at my cousin like, bro, you just set me up type shit. Like, no. He like, nah, bro, don't worry about it, man. Like, whatever. We sitting all on this couch because his homeboy had like a lot of furniture. Like, some people laying on the ground. Man, first off, hold on, hold on. I got to go back a little bit. First off, man, hey, don't have no party. You ain't got no food there, man. Like, what, what kind of, nah, man, nah. There ain't even no real party, man. There ain't even no kickback. You ain't got no food. You ain't got no liquor. Like, you ain't got nothing. Like, so now. Nah. Anyway, so we sit on this couch. The big woman, the biggest woman, she's sitting between me and my cousin. Now, he got this drink where he drinks Quavo. And I ain't gonna lie to you. The moment he started drinking that Quavo, he just like, his eyes just widen up like all the way. Like, he don't be giving a fuck about nothing. He don't care what he got in front of him. Like, he'll take it down. So, shit, he started drinking that Quavo. Before you know it, I see him, he looking over at this woman, glossy ass eyes, and he grinning. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, pimpin', you, you tripping. But he already going like, you know what, this is what, this is what's gonna be his move for the night. <sighs> All right, speed the story up a little bit more. So I started drinking some little other stuff because um, I don't really drink tequila like that. Like, I, I think this shit nasty. I drink, like, some rum or something like that. Um, We go to the back, and when we go to the back room, well, first off, how we even get to the back room, his homeboy called us back there. And when his homeboy called us back there, he was like, yo, we finna, like, you know what I'm saying? We finna... We finna give y'all a show. And I'm like, what the fuck y'all talking about the show? But basically, he was saying, like, he was gonna smash the girl. Like, and it's gonna be like a live audience. But I'm like, I ain't in all that, man. Like, I don't know what y'all got going on, bro, but this is some wild shit for me. All right, cool. Next thing you know, the dude 
He handled his business, whatever. I end up walking out of the room. I'm sitting there. My cousin, he in the back. The girl comes back and she's like, yo, come here. I want to like show you something. But I'm like, bro, you ain't got to show me nothing back there. Like, they going crazy back there. I don't want nothing going on back there. I go back there and this woman, I bullshit you not. She pulls me in the room. When she pulled me in the room, she immediately starts to like try to like go for my pants. I'm like, nah, like I'm pushing the hands, like nah, like get off me, like hell, no, nah, I ain't with all that, man. My cousin, on the other hand, like I said, he got that Quavo. He going, he was ready. He started tonguing his girl down, and before you know it, like he just he did the most, man. He did what he's. He was not supposed to do. He just let me down on that one, man. I, yeah. So who had the 400-pound female? Oh, my cousin. Oh, yeah. He, hey, man. He don't discriminate, like, all the way. And you end up leaving? Yeah, yeah. No, I walked out of the room. Because the girl was like, well, why you on? Because, like, so the 400-pound woman, she wanted me and my cousin. And I was like, well, no, nah, you can just have him. You know, and um, no, 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 man. She, mm -mm. she kept like she really like tried to like wrestle with my buckle though. Like, I, I slipped one in the elbow because I'm like, bro, get off me, like dog. But she let go, and then she ended up following me out into the hallway and saying, "Well, what's going on? Is it something wrong with me?" I'm like, be for real, bro. Like, come on, man. But not even that, yo. What's even worse? What's even worse with all this, right? First off, her nipples was hairy. Right, I'm going to start there because they were hairy. And then on top of that, she was on her period, man. Yeah, man, she was on her period, man. That was nasty, man. I was like, I don't want none of that, man. I had to spark up a real quick childhood. I said, hey, man, you know, i uh, never really been with a lot of women. I, yeah, I had to get up out of there. That was it for me. So you left solo? Yeah, yeah, man. Mm -mm. While the two were being entertained? Oh, yeah, they they did their thing over there. He come back the next morning like, yo, boy, man, cool. I don't know why he turned it down. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> what you mean? I'm like, no, like, fam, you're nasty. Like, you're nasty. You're all the way nasty. No, nah, he nasty for real. No, nah, he disgusting. That's gross. Now, reverting back to the edibles. Yeah. You mentioned one was a 12-hour high. Yeah. And the other one, I can't recall the amount of time. It's about 16 hours. Okay, 16. Yeah. Could either of these highs been turned off at all? I mean, hell no. That was the scary part about it. That's why I was feeling like I was going to die. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. So when you slept in both instances and you wake up, did you still wake up high? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you. Could not sleep it off. No. Look, I threw up. Now, okay, um, the one with the brownies, after I threw up and then I went to sleep, when I got up, it calmed down. But the one I took with my mom, um, and once I got back home, that was the one I went to sleep about three or four times. And I still got up, and I was I felt the same exact way. Like, nah, that shit ain't going nowhere. So now that wasn't it. And when's the last time you had an edible? 
Oh, damn, we went home. We took the L. Oh, shit, man. It was months ago. Yeah, it was months ago. It, it was definitely before my birthday, which was in October. So it was months ago. Care to share your birthday? Well, October 20th. It. Same birthday as Snoop, Snoop Dogg, and uh, Young Boy. So, yeah. Easy to remember. Have you experimented with other drugs recreationally aside from marijuana or alcohol, liquor? Mm, nah, nah. I'm, I'm kind of a one-stop shop when it comes to that. Like that was it. Now I do. Well, I ain't gonna say I do. At a point, I did want to try shrooms, but I don't know. I still don't know. So you've quit edibles and never going back. No. No. If you catch me with edibles, hey, look, I don't care who you are, come and slap them shits out of my hand, because I ain't supposed to be doing that. No. Uh-uh. I'm not. I don't. I swear I don't want no edibles no more. You still continue to drink, however? No. I don't even really drink like that no more. I just, I ain't gonna lie, I just kind of stopped with everything. Yeah. When's the last time you had a drink of some sort? Hmm. I like three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago. I'm more of a social drinker, so it's not like I necessarily need a drink or or I have to drink like once every day or something like that. Like, you know, those some people, they some real alcoholics, like they need that. Me, I'm more of a social, casual, depending on where we are. I might take a sip here, a sip there, but I don't even get crazy drunk. Like, no, nah, I never even had a hangover, like all my years on earth, so. And I mix like my liquors too, and I I still don't have a hangover. Mix meaning, um, like your brown or your clear liquors, white liquors, whatever you want to say. Have you ever signed a record deal before? Nope. Have you been offered a deal in the past? Nah. Now everyone's circumstances in life are different, but for you personally. What's your opinion on record deals at this point in your music career? I mean, I believe it could still be helpful, you know. I'm, I'm not opposed to signing a deal, but it has to be the right deal. And um, yeah, I ain't opposed to it though. It could be helpful. Are you considered independent at this point? Yeah. And how long have you been independent for? Since 2019. It's 2022. Yeah, about three 2022. years. What's that really like, being independent? I mean, it's it's just it's much more. Uh, it's just much more work in a sense, you know, because you you literally are doing everything in a sense. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, now, of course, when you get to the point where you're able to get a team around you and you can start kind of issuing out other roles, but for the most part, no, it's just much more work. But it's still good, though. I take pride in my work. Any other pros or cons of being independent? Uh, I guess the only con it would be is it would be time-consuming, but no. The pros is, you know, you because you're independent, you know, you you see much more of your profit. So, 
you know. Any further pros or cons of being independent? Not that I can think of right now. As an independent artist, are you offended when a major record label artist plays independent when they secretly signed a record deal already? No. No, I'm good. Anything else you want to mention about being independent or question you weren't asked, people want to know about it? Mm, nah. Nah, I got any notes. At this point, do you have your own personal record label? No, I don't. Before this interview ends, is there anything else you were not asked, fans want to know, people want to know? Is there anything you want to address while you're here? Anything else you didn't get a chance to mention, you'd like to mention now? Um, no, just all the artists in Augusta, um, I see y'all, I see y'all, and um, I definitely appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all for trying and putting forth the effort, you know, because it ain't easy. It's not easy at all, you know, being an up-and-coming artist. And then some of y'all just need to give it up, though. So, you know, shoe fits where it. How does one know when they should give it up? Uh, well, you, you know when you're not getting, like, no traction at all. You know when... If you, if you ever put something out and it doesn't get no reception at all, um, you, you just know, like, it's, it's easy to know because you have people around you that, that know you. And if they aren't the ones saying, hey, this is something you need to keep going with, then, okay. That, and then also you looking at, hmm. What, what am I trying to say here? It's, it's, it's a few factors. So you got not only age, but you got, well, I'm not really going to fully say age because some people start popping a little bit later on, but you got you to gotta just look at, look at the factors. Look at what you're dealing with. And if you're not getting any type of traction at all, then, yeah. Oh, man. Like, at this point. It, so if you've been doing it for 10, 10, 15 years, 12 years, and you ain't getting like nothing at all. Nah. Like no movement at all? No, that's a problem. Anything else, and not just on Augusta or music or people quitting in music mm. specifically, but overall, generally speaking? Mm. Yeah. Any, so just genuine people still exist. And great music still exists, however you want to interpret it, you know. But genuine people definitely do still exist. How can you tell if someone's genuine or not, you personally speaking? So, uh... And not faking being genuine. Right. So, uh, I ain't gonna give up too many of my tricks, but, you know, I, I definitely... I definitely fake... Um, well, I would fake sometimes, uh, me being like in a bind or something. 
And in that instance, you know, especially if I know like you may have it or whatever, I, I'll just like try to check you out, like see, okay, well damn, if you gonna look out for me. But not even just that though, because people can just do that by a long shot and be whatever. But I'll do that and then later on down the line, it can be months, maybe a year. I'll randomly get you upset. I get you angry. And I just want to see how you really feel. And if at any point you start bringing up whatever it is that you've done for me, thinking I owe you and then doing some other like, stuff like that, then it's like, all right, I can just tell. I can just study people. I'll study your actions, your patterns. Would you consider that a loyalty test, a genuine test, uh, maybe a different phrase for a test? Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll probably be something different. It wouldn't be necessarily like just fully genuine, but I, I would say this. For somebody like to tell if a person is genuine, you just you just study their personality. You just study the person, exactly who they are, not what you think they could be, not who you hope them to be, but just study who they are and study if their words align with their actions. So that's just pretty much it with that one. Have you ever been fooled before? Oh, yeah. A lot of women feel, well, not even say a lot. A few women fooled me, though. You women got me good. Yeah. You thought they were genuine and they were not. Yeah, I thought they were genuine as far as with their feelings. You as, well, not even just with their feelings, but with their love. You know, I thought their love was unconditional, but it turns out it was actually just conditional. So, yeah, I got fooled, man. Have you ever met a female that had unconditional love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I met. I met one. Someone you're in a relationship with currently? No, nah, currently, currently I'm single. But you know, there is one. You know, if we ever do get that chance to, you know, cross paths, for sure, I'ma lock it down though. And is that the person in reference to the unconditional love that you just described? No, nah, that unconditional love. Um, as far as relationship-wise, no. Um, that unconditional love I'm talking about is more so with relatives, family members who, you know, just love you unconditionally. But that's what the, pre excuse me, the previous question was, have you ever met a female? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, well, yeah. So a female with unconditional love, no. No, 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 no. I haven't. No, not at all. And why are you single? Um, I don't know. I might be too picky. Matter of fact, not even just that, though. I just, I won't settle. I won't settle for, you know, mediocrity. Like, I'm not settling for that. I'm not going to settle for whatever you have going on. And you're saying, take me as I am, but then, you know, you want me to be some super high and mighty knight in shining armor coming way down and just doing everything for you like no 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 you somewhere you gotta line up here and how long have you been single for at this point at this point about about two years and what's that been like it's been interesting real interesting yeah are you looking are you entertaining or are you just handling Whatever comes your way at this moment. Um, 
right now, yeah, I'm not even, I'm just, whatever whatever happens, happens. Whatever comes my way. Like I said, I, I got my eye on one, on one woman. And, uh, yeah, we kind of, we've been communicating. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. And just for context, care to share your current age at the moment? I am 27. Any loose ends you want to tie from this interview with the previous topics you were asked? Anything unspoken you want to speak on? Anything that needs further clarification from what was said in this interview? Um, nah. nah. Any final words? No. I don't know.